Remember, the door that closed is not your destiny. Life is a series of open doors and opportunities. To discover this, we're going to dive in deep, into a deep shift of self-awareness, self-love, and self-appreciation, pointing you in the direction of purpose and possibility. I'm your host for this podcast, Ryan Keyes. Thank you for joining me as we dive in to the deep shift. And I wanted to create something that would be instructional, that would help you to help yourself when it comes to healing your heart, moving forward, nurturing yourself, knowing more about you and what you need and what you offer so you can create the path to passion and romance and really calling out by creating the space that would welcome the energy of love. So if you are single or if you've been divorced, if you've been single for some time, the goal here is to kind of like reboot or re-energize you to give you that kick in the seat of the pants, that spiritual spanking to say, hey, we're going to do this, but we're going to do it right. If you, you really want it, it's going to require a little bit of elbow grease. You're going to have to really work. You're going to have to move forward. Now, me in my life, I've been helping people for a long time. I mean, it almost scares me to look back at the longevity of time, <laughs> the expanse of 25, almost 30 years of whether it was passively helping people that were in my family or friends or my circle, giving them the best advice possible during their relationships, or actually proactively and professionally helping people, working at websites like eHarmony or Match or American Singles or JDate, um, working for before online even, when AOL was still cool, real time, sitting down with people across the table, talking to them and saying, hey, what do you bring to the table, literally? What do you think you're looking for? Let's talk about what you're looking for, what you offer, and do you believe that what you're looking for is obtainable? And are you willing to be flexible? And then creating this very um, safe, creative environment for them to begin to call out to the one and more importantly become the one i like to think of everybody as they're kind of creating their own radio show or their own tv show for one person in the world that wants to listen so you're creating an ensemble you're creating the the show you're directing it you're producing it you're broadcasting it and the better you are at conveying yourself knowing yourself, supporting yourself, being open and honest, creating conversation, being willing to walk forward even into the darkest unknown, head held high chest out, knowing that it will work. You just have to do the work. We will create that space. We will broadcast your show so loud 
that no matter where that person is that's looking for you, they will find you and tune in and you will come together and create this beautiful love affair that isn't just based on fiction, but reality. Now, I'm not promising that it's not going to take work and compassion and compromise and vulnerability and all those really, really uh, unexercised muscles that most men especially um, have, but we'll guide you through it. And that's what I specialize in. I, I started as a mother's worst nightmare and really... It was hiding all of my own traumas and fears of falling in love because I felt that if I just floated around and fluttered from flower to flower, smelling the fragrance until the flower was, I got my fill and then float to the next one, um, I felt like I could get the love high without having to give my heart so I wouldn't get hurt. Indirectly, if you're doing that, no, 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 bad boy, bad girl. Because what you're doing is, is you're, you're literally nullifying your, 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 the, the space and, and intention that you can create love. You're also carrying out and contributing to hurting who knows how many people. So we want to think of this as a recoil effect, like pushing a pendulum, like pushing a, a kid in a swing. Push that kid knowing that he's going to swing back with full force twice as much as the force you gave. So when you push the pendulum into the, the world of looking for a passionate mate, push it with truth, with honesty, with integrity, and with who you really are without the fear that you will fail. You will feel your way through uh, many hits, many hot, close seconds or minutes. How many, I don't know how long you last. Hopefully hours of intensity, of connection. But you'll move past this. You'll get past all the grandiose nature, the, 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 the grand flash and flare, and you'll land in the beautiful space that gives you freedom to create, where you can narrate your own story. So you're no longer, if you're a lady, you're no longer tied to the notebook. You're not uh, the nightingale waiting for someone to come and hear you sing. You're actually being proactive. You're putting one foot in front of the other. You're, you're speaking your truth. You're, you're not allowing these myths that uh, make you hesitant to share who you are with the world and to take that risk, that leap of faith into love. You're going to get past all that. We're going to talk about the, the myths, the mechanics. We're going to go into some self-helps. Overall, I mean, everything that we're going to cover is going to help you whether you're dating long distance, whether you're looking uh, to, to land somebody that's just down the street, whether you need to look online. You know, there's a whole variety. So we're going to cover all of those. One of the things that uh, we're also going to talk about is how do you maintain 
your social media, your online profiles? How do you maintain the high energy necessary to offer your truth and your vulnerability? Because that's also uh, a lot of energy. You need to to focus on what you know your your physical self, your your emotional self as well. So there's a little bit of self maintenance and virtual maintenance, and there is roadblocks and there's troubleshooting and how to deal with the uh, like <laughs> the darker sides of dating. We're going to go over all that. Okay, so we're going to break down some more obvious myths. I looked across the landscape of the online world and pulled from different places to put together what I feel probably are some of the most important or potent uh, perspectives that you might think or feel right now as you're trying to plant your feet and feel, is this for me? Do I really want to date? I'm, I'm 35, I'm a single mom, I'm 45, I'm divorced, I'm 55, I lost my partner. Do I want to put myself out there? It's a big step, but I'll tell you, as long as you take the first step, the second step is easier, and then you want to step with confidence. Imagine that you're, you're, you're walking into a room where there's people at a party and you don't know them. But you know that they're good people. You know that there's a lot of people there that are interesting. So at the worst case, you might not meet Mr. or Mrs. Wright, but you might meet a conduit for communication. You might meet a best friend who has a friend that could be Mr. or Mrs. Wright. So you never know where life is going to lead you. If you look from a positive perspective and you're always about opportunity and you're not allowing the negativity that you've built up um, from the past to be your present, then you're going to look at this a little bit differently. Because even the coffee date that goes sideways and you feel you got catfished a little bit could result in a great conversation where you learn how to cultivate your social skills. Because let's face it, dating in a disaster or dating through a pandemic or dating through anything that could be um, putting stress in our life constraining our, our access, accessibility to dating has kind of created uh, a lot of cobwebs in our communication physically. And I am assuming that you want to meet someone ultimately physically. You want to get 3D, you want to get down and dirty, you want to get into that physical space. Now, if, you're, if you only want cyberspace, you know, I... I, I I can understand your, your hesitancy, but go deeper. There's a fear there that you want to get past. So one of the first myths that I found, they talked about on eHarmony, which I used to work for eHarmony, so I really like the people there that, that put together uh, the thoughts and perspectives. I like the way that they assemble their profile. I like eHarmony for an online site. I think it's a great way of... For the person that is wanting to get a little bit more of a uh, payoff, it's a, it's a little bit more, it's a slower process, but there's a lot more safety mechanisms if you feel a little scared. So they did a survey, and it's about people who use online dating are desperate. And this survey was done by Pew Research Center, 
and it found that 23% of Americans agree with the statement people who use online dating sites are desperate. Now, when online dating first started, I believe that people were quite skeptical. But the onset of technology and then making it through 2020, I believe that we're learning. We're moving into the age of Aquarius, which is the tying ourselves to technology. I think that that idea is um, kind of a dogma that is, it's like the, uh, the hallowed halls of ancient... <laughs> <laughs> of ancient myths. I think that it's something that is, it, it's no longer even holding a candle. I think it's like an excuse that we create because we might not be ready to date yet. And that's okay. You don't have to force yourself to date. There's a lot of things you can do to get ready. And I can help you with that too. But one of the things that I would say is that the myth is just a myth. It may have been that way 10 years ago. But if you're in your 20s, definitely not. You're, 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 literally, you live on your phone. If you're in your 30s, you're, you've learned a lot. You have 30s and 40s and 50s. You've had to really make your way through a process of 2020 that has created so many people working online, children going to school online. So this is just allowing you to see the benefit and the access, but there's a way that you can do this online that does have a better success rate. And it weeds out the catfish. It weeds out those people that are booty calling, right? One of the other myths that I really uh, thought would be a good one to uh, address is I'm too old to use online dating. And obviously, I mean, there's this girl... I call her a girl. She's actually a woman. Her name is Batty Winkle. She's on Instagram. She's almost, I think she's almost 100 years old. She has over 2 million followers. She lost her husband. She thought everything was lost. And then her granddaughter said, why don't you get online? And then she took the world by storm. So there is n never say never. I mean, she's created an entire life for herself that is completely cutting edge and new. She is online. She's alive. So the, the studies even support this, that there's been a 6% increase in online users age 55 to 64. And that's just as of 2015. So I'd say that literally since 2020, there's probably been a 40 to 50% increase because if you, you couldn't even see your family. So you had to learn how to Zoom call. You had to learn how to FaceTime. And those are all high-functioning skills that allow you to date online, online effectively. And there's sites for you that if you want to focus on people on a certain age, like uh, Silver Singles, there's, a, there's sites for you specifically. If you want to open it up and go to Match and, and have more of a variety, you can do that too. I have seen 35-year-olds dating 55-year-olds, male or female, either way. So... Just think of it right now, 76% of women say they date men that are at least five years older than them. So guys, if you're 55, you can open up a complete new, a complete new space for your interest. You can, you can find, I mean, you have to think too, 
how often are you getting out of the house and are you going to places that are different? They say that phrase, Einstein said, insanity is doing the same thing over and expecting different results. If you go to the same grocery store, the same gym, the same church, if you go to the same bank, if you go to the same coffee shop and you never mix it up, you are not offering yourself open doors. You're closing the doors because you're, you're creating such a confined space. You're like a dog in a yard. The dog in the yard doesn't get to meet any other dogs unless he goes to the dog park. So you want to get out to new spaces. Challenge yourself to create something new. And go left instead of right. Go to the different coffee shop a mile away. Open up new doors. You never know what's going to happen until you step into the unknown. If you're stepping into the known, you always have a pretty good idea of what's going to happen. So this is also going to increase your access even in the physical world. And then think of being too old or, or too in, uh, uh, anti-tech to date online. Same thing. If this is new to you, this is opening up a new door. One of the other myths that I wanted to really look at, um, which I feel is are dating websites for desperate people. Because this is the other thing, right? Maybe I'm too old. Maybe only people that are desperate date online. And I've been working off and on online for a long time with a lot of really great people. I've helped people find love, fix love, fall out of love. I've helped people consciously uncouple from love. I've helped people um, negotiate uh, the dating process when they thought everything was dead in the water. And we worked and they, they were able to move forward. So the fear of appearing desperate to your family and your friends and any potential love interest just because you are online or you bring them home and they say, well, how did you guys meet? And you're, 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 you're terrified. <laughs> you're deer in headlights. You're like, wait a second. Do we tell them that we met on match.com? Isn't that desperate? And you really have to decide how you want to deliver that, obviously. But I would encourage you not to lie we lie a lot in our lives, little white lies, all the time, all of us do. Try to, to dial back as much as possible. When you can consciously cut it out and create truth, that's your best benefit. Because your subconscious is going to cut corners as it is. Your ego is going to step up and exaggerate as it always does. So... When you have the opportunity as the observer to witness a situation, hey, where did you guys meet? You know, it's crazy. I thought that only desperate people were online and we met on match.com. And man, this is so crazy. I was at my house, she was at her house, he was at his house, and we just, it was like magic. We had so many things in common. It saved so much effort. I didn't waste all my time going to bars. And it was, it, it was smart, a smart use of time. The romantic ROI, the, ro, the ro, ROI of romance, your return on invest, investment paid off in spades. So this is, and I would say that probably 80% of American online dating is going to be online now. And it's going to be people that aren't desperate. These are people that are in a great place, ready to meet people but the idea is, is that you, when we go into the mechanics of it, you want to really make your profile and you want to set yourself up for success, 
One of the other myths that I wanted to look at is that it's a big one. Dating online is not safe. And I want to say that, especially from working in the backfield at eHarmony and some of the other sites, we're diligently going through profiles, trying to cancel out catfish or uh, the Russian uh, guys or the Somali guys or the people that are trying to, to uh, fund their children's education in a foreign land by you, you paying a plane ticket. So we go, we, they're, they're religiously dialing through those. There are also other things you can do to protect yourself online. There's a lot of scammers everywhere. I mean, you, you get a scammer sending you stuff in your email. I, I, if I got, I've gotten like 16 things that my website is uh, up for renewal from different, <laughs> different 16 different people. I'm like, how does the man, there's a lot of websites that are under my name. So I would say you want to think of this as cooking. This is like cooking a, a great meal, right? You don't want a fast food relationship. If you, when you, fast food isn't healthy, fast burn relationships burn you too. So you want to think of this as creating a culinary masterpiece. This is like you're, you're, you're getting the ingredients. You're taking time to buy the right stuff. You're getting the best organic stuff. You've got the right recipe. It's the old recipe that really works. You're going to take time to cook it because you want everybody, you don't want burned, uh, baked goods, right? Everybody's had that cake that was cooked too long. You don't want that either. You don't want the, the, the flash burned bacon and you don't want the cake that cooked for like an hour too long and it's like eating cardboard. So when we look at this, we want to think dating websites and how the safety of that is. Take it slow, but not so slow that you're, you fall asleep. Use the, take full advantage of the dating messaging systems, right? Don't give your email out first. Use the, you know, Catholic Singles is a great one for this. You know, they're, they're constantly monitoring systems. They're, if you stay in the, in the organic system of the dating site to chat, even when somebody's like, well, if you send me your phone number, I can text you. Say, so, yeah, in time, we, we can chat here first. Because then you have the full force of the dating uh, app or the dating website behind you because they have access to, to the full chat and to the full information. We know whose credit card that is. We know who, uh, there's a lot of sites where you have to send in your identification. And I love those sites. So we know the people that are verified. So there's a lot more protocols. You have, you have a better safe space. Think of it as it's like dating. It's like going on a double date. If you utilize the dating app or the dating sites system, for the first uh, few conversations. And if they don't want to do that, then, you know, don't do it. One of the other things is, is that um, when you're looking at this, you know, don't be afraid to report somebody that's a scammer because just like Neighborhood Watch, um, your, your uh, dating experience, if you're on Catholic Singles or eHarmony and you encounter a scammer, Report them. Don't just block them. Be proactive, right? You're helping other people. That's going to increase the safety dating online. The other thing is, right, and we'll go into that in the mechanics of it. Um, I like to, to look at this particular, it's, you need to know exactly what you're looking for, miss, right? 
I need to know who Mr. and Mrs. Wright is. I need to have everything laid out. Well, the more dialed in you are on the person you want to date, the less likely you're going to have success and the more likely you're going to fall prey to um, painful encounters. You're going to get disappointed a lot more if you are, if you're, if you're, he must have or she must have list is so stringent. You got to think, did you create that list because you don't want to meet somebody and you're scared and you're just going through the protocol because your mom or your best friend is like, you got to get out there. You're 45 and you're single and you don't want to end up single in a rocking chair with a quilt and cats. So what we're wanting to look at is you need to know exactly what you're looking for on a dating site, even when you're dating, right? A comprehensive list is a bad idea in my mind, right? You're not, you're not grocery shopping, right? You're not trying to, to, to you're not a doctor trying to decipher a, a list of symptoms to find out what the cause of the, the illness is. The biggest part of the dating game is to allow yourself to be surprised. I like to be surprised by life in general. I don't. I, I don't want to know so many things. Like if somebody could tell you if you knew the day you would uh, you would die, damn! I don't want to know that. Think of all the frustration that would add. I want to know uh, that you know. I want to. I want to know the person's intentions. I want to know the person's personality. Whether they have blue eyes or green eyes, whether they look like Pierce Brosnan or Chris Hemsworth, doesn't really matter at the end of the day if they treat you right, if they are a beautiful person and they have a lot of, a lot of pizzazz and they bring to the same that you bring. So I would say rather than um, what are you looking for, what are you serious about, Right. What are your, your, your biggest must-haves in an emotional platform? Don't get, don't get so picky that you're trying to say they got to have a Porsche, they need to have a condo in Venice. I mean, you're really canceling yourself out and you are, you're, you're preventing yourself from finding a person that you could really have a passionate experience with. So those are some basic myths, some of the basic ones. Um... We could even cover nothing beats love at first sight, but I feel that we would fall off the edge of the planet if we did that because love at first sight somehow there's going to be proponents for and against. I myself, I don't necessarily think that it has to be a love at first sight. I think that there's a lot of spark that can happen when you see this person smile up close in person, not just in a profile picture. So I've met people that are dynamic and amazing and a lot cuter in person because their personality really plugs in rather than just judging them from the title and the picture on their profile. So be willing to take it a few steps further to investigate. It's like a car. You, if you order a car online that you've never driven, that you've never seen, you could get it home and not even like the way the the seat fits, right? So just don't buy something on face value. I feel that love at first sight is a little bit of face value connection and that's your loins are looking <laughs> more than everything that you're that, that rather than love. So just be careful. So these are the basic myths about dating online. We're going to dive into the mechanics of it and we're going to 
really help you set yourself up for success.